One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to King of the Road. And also welcome to CFC Fan TV. Uh, this is a little bit of a weird introduction, but... I am putting a little bit of this podcast on the YouTube channel. So not only are we recording with sound, we're also recording with video. We've got everything, mate. We're like three-dimensional. We certainly are. Uh, That was the voice of the one and only Mr. Charlie Skillen, who I am delighted has joined me for this podcast. We have an awful lot to get through. We're going to be talking about some of the biggest issues in life. But sadly, we're going to have to start with something that's really sad that has happened today, and that is the death of Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins is a Chelsea legend, but he's one of the few people who actually crosses uh, club rivalry and is a legend yeah. pretty much at every club he's played. Glasgow Rangers fans are in mourning today. Paris Saint-Germain fans are in mourning. AC Milan fans, Queen's Park Rangers fans, Chelsea fans, obviously. Um, he's a legend, a legend of the game and he'll be sorely missed. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you say the clubs he played for. One thing that completely struck me this afternoon was just outpouring from everyone. I mean, I know, I know that will happen when, when such tragic news happens. But there was a real sense of the man off the pitch. I mean, literally everyone that came into contact with him, be that, you know, someone who played with him or someone that, you know, encountered him as a pundit on Sky Sports just said what a genuinely lovely man he was. And that's everyone from, like, Michael Ballack and Frank Lampard saying that to Gaza... Uh, to people that work with him on ITV and Sky Sports, and, absolutely. Well, do, do you know what though, Charlie? As much as as much as you get those ringing endorsements from the likes of Jody Morris, from the likes of Frank Lampard, yeah. um, from you know the greats of the game, what I also thought was really, really heartwarming and moving was some of the footage that I saw recently, actually, from a game at Crystal Palace away. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And we were at that game. Yeah. You know, uh, it didn't go well for us. I think Bakayoko scored. We lost two. Yeah, one. yeah. At that game. Uh, Ray Wilkins was in the away end and he was having loads of selfies with yeah. everybody. He was in really good spirits. He was joining in with some of the songs in one of the yeah, videos. He, he was well known as someone who had time for everyone. And, and like you say, I mean, not even celebrities or football personalities on Twitter. It was, you know, the, the Chelsea fans that I follow, they were all posting their sort of personal selfies with him and everyone everyone didn't have a bad word to say. And it's it's a really sad day for football and obviously being a, bring it a bit closer to home is a really sad day for Chelsea Football Club. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I was I was gutted. I, I've obviously I've, I've been I've been working at the Mail today, um, and I came back from lunch and, and it had happened. It happened on my lunch break, and I, I was I was really crestful. And I remember feeling I remember feeling the same. Peter Osgood died, and it's obviously I didn't see him play, and you didn't see him play, but it's it's someone that's so central to the folklore of our club. Mm. I can actually and remember I can remember Wilkins playing though. Can you? I can remember him playing in that Queen's Park Rangers team. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can not just about. I can remember it fairly well. I remember he was he was central midfield. I don't know how I can remember this. But he was central midfield with a bloke called Simon Barker, <laughs> like a blonde guy. 
and Ian Holloway. Yeah, yeah, that'd be and good. and Queens Park Rangers QPR had a very good team that year, and they actually finished. Mm. I mean, not that this is a trophy. I just yeah. got too many QPR mates. Yeah, but they actually Far finished top. Yeah, they finished top London club that year, and yeah. Wilkins was coming to you know certainly in the autumn of his career. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But he was one of the main reasons why. Yeah, he, he just was such a good player. He looked yeah. after the ball so well, and he was sort of the original Perlo. Yeah, and he um he came, he was player manager at QPR for a while. As he well, was, he? yeah. I mean you. You say Pirlo, and that, that's interesting because the the reputation he got when he played at Manchester United. He, he, obviously, he grew up at Chelsea and was was our captain when, we were, when he was eighteen, which is yeah. an incredible feat. Um, it's our youngest ever captain, and you know someone that dragged the club. I mean, he he was he was the jewel in our crown when you know we the early seventies of Osgood and Hudson and the the FA Cup and the Cup Winners Cup that that had completely died. Yes, and and Chelsea had gone down, and and he was. He was the shining light of that of the club, and he was a homegrown boy. And people that remember him in his so-called middle stage of his career, which is Man United in England, his nickname was the Crab. Yeah, just knocking it sideways, knocking it sideways, knocking it backwards. But I mean, that's because club and country. He played with Brian Robson, who was yeah. who was a very very attacking player, and, and he kind of Wilkins took a, the sort of water carrier role. But those who remember him at Chelsea, and my my dad. This is a hill on which my dad is willing to die. Says he was a wonderful attacking player. Frequently yeah. played in the hole behind the strikers. But also, and was a wonderfully attacking, exciting player. And I, I saw a stat that he'd he scored like twenty two goals for Chelsea, and then which yeah, which was only three or four years, mm. and then only scored that again for the remainder of his career. Right, but the, but it's not a negative, or it's, it no. may well have been seen as a negative at one point, but it's certainly not a negative as a player to be very interested in ball retention. No, of course He not. looked after the ball. He played an easy pass. Mm. He found a man in space. These aren't insulting qualities. He's no, no, a, he's no. These are really good qualities no, in a footballer. No, clearly not. I mean, it's it's he's a sort of player's player and he, he's the sort of player that you suspect, I mean, clearly, w- without seeing him in his prime, um, he's the sort of player you suspect would get on very, very well today. Mate, have you seen the goal? I actually put it on Twitter. Have you seen the goal that he scored for England against Belgium? I have, actually, Yes. If anybody, anybody listening or watching, in fact, anybody listening to this, if you haven't seen this goal, please find it immediately. You'll actually find it on my Twitter account if you can't find it anywhere else, which is Chelsea Rory. But it is just a beautiful goal. It really is. Do you know, the only other player that I can kind of think of having the ability and the know-how and the nows to, to score this kind of goal, it reminded me of a Dennis Bergkamp goal. Right, yeah. The ball has come over to him and on, and on the half volley... He's done that rugby player move. You know when a rugby player will kind of like chip the ball over and, to, and, and, and run and onto it? And then keep running, yeah, yeah. He's done that. He's like a, played an assist through to himself, to himself. To himself, yeah. And then he's run through, as he's done it in the air, he's chipped it through. He's then had the, the, the know-how to let the ball bounce. Defenders are going crazy trying to close him down. The keeper's coming out. And then he just nonchalantly lifted it into the net. Yeah. It was a truly sublime goal ahead of his time. And he will be sorely missed we, we, around the country. We we should we should say as well, obviously, for for the younger listeners and viewers, that he'll be remembered as a as a coach at Chelsea. Yes, I mean, he was assistant well. manager under Ancelotti, under yeah. under Hiddink. He's and we won the double. Yeah, exactly. There, there's great photos of him with the Premier League trophy, and he is. I mean, obviously, he, he was he played for a lot of clubs, but he's he's always had season tickets to Stamford Bridge, yeah. and he's a real kind of Chelsea man. And yeah, it's, well, his it's, quote, it's, his, it's his, a big loss. This is this. I think this quote will sum up. Ray Wilkins to most the vast majority of people listening to this he was asked his favourite team and he said he supported Chelsea yeah. and then he was asked who his second favourite team were and his reply was Chelsea Reserves oh. 
I'll take that all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Good that, um, and anybody listening who's London-based or at least based in England in the south, where are we, southeast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. He's, um, you've only lived there for 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> but yeah, anybody who would like, there's there's a wall dedicated to Ray Wilkins at Stamford Bridge and you can yeah. certainly go and uh, like pay your respects. Yeah, there's, uh, well, I spoke to my mates earlier, there's already flowers and scarves yeah, being collected there. there. He was, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, some equal, not some sad news that makes the news that actually pales into insignificance. Yeah. Compared to what we've just been discussing, Tottenham ended their hoodoo at Stamford Bridge. Do we have to? Uh, we can do it briefly if you want. I don't right. particularly want to do this. Um, uh, okay. But I... yeah, it was. It, I am crestfallen, to say the least. Yeah, I actually think it's the most oppressed I've been after a game. Certainly since Moscow. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say that season. There were two that season, weren't there? It was when we lost to Tottenham in the yeah in the League Cup. Avram Grant, mate. Cheers. Um, yeah, I I think it's an absolutely pathetic state of affairs, and I think it's it's it, the cause of it. There's there's so many causes of it. I don't think Conte should be manager today. Mm. I, I've backed Conte to the hill. I think he has. It was ludicrous watching that game for 80 minutes and not having a Chelsea change. Yeah. Um, I think he's kind of, he's made mistakes this season. He's fallen out with key individuals and he's kind of, this kind of petulant act where he's not getting what he wants. I, 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 I agree with most of his points, but it's not, mm. you know, now you've lost Tottenham at home, kind of, I, I, I think you lose. You're, yeah. You've got a very poor deck of cards to be playing with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, do, do you know what my biggest fear about all this is? Do you remember when Arsenal just had it over us? No matter yeah. what happened, Arsenal used yeah. to beat us. Yeah. And what happened was, we played them in the year that they were invincible. So and invincible. And we beat them at yeah. the Highbury. old Highbury. And we beat them there, and we never looked back. Wayne it Bridge. Was, it, it, Wayne Bridge completely changed the dynamic and the relationship between the two clubs. Yeah. I am terrified that what Dele Ali did at Stamford Bridge yeah. is going to be Tottenham's Wayne Bridge moment. It's going to suggest and oh, on signify a shift in the re- dynamic yeah. and the relationship. Uh, I mean, they're a club on I the know. up, aren't they? They're a club moving they, they, in the right direction. We're certainly we're certainly in a, a club moving in the wrong direction. Um, but to counter that, they are a club moving in the. They right are. Direction. They are certainly, and hopefully that reverses itself fairly soon. Um, and and look, I didn't want to sound like I think it was Conte's fault. The this whole thing because I, I think he's a small cog in in a huge number of reasons to blame. I think that set of players, and I've said this before, are absolutely disgraceful. Well, do you know I mean, what, Charlie? I think that you could say, I think you could say 15, I think I could name 15 players yeah. who could leave the club and we wouldn't shed a tear for any of them. 15 no. out of the whole, out of the squad. Yeah, which is like all of them. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all of them with the exception of Kante, Kante with the exception of Aspilicueta, you know yeah. there are the obvious yeah. exceptions. Yeah. But Alonso generally like. speaking, yeah. generally speaking, if if I never see Victor Moses playing for Chelsea again, that's fine. If I never see Gary Cahill playing for Chelsea yeah. again, that's fine. If I never see Thibaut Courtois playing for Chelsea again, I can live with it. Yeah, these are, and I, and that list goes on. Yeah, oh, com- completely, completely. I mean, I, I mean, look, it's it's a ridiculous parallel to draw, but you know, this afternoon's been a kind of very emotional one looking through all the tributes to, to a proper Chelsea man someone that came to know what the club was about and I don't feel that with this set of players and 
I just, I, I thought they were disgraceful. I thought, I mean, it, individual mistakes. There's so many individual mistakes this season, and that is, that is a symptom of a collective lack of responsibility and a collective lack of organisation and leadership. And as soon as Ericsson smacked that in from 30 yards, there was only one winner of that game. Mm. Chelsea's heads dropped. There was no one to rally them. There was no one to take the game by the scruff of the neck. There was no one to say, hang on, this is 28 years here. We can't lose this. And Tottenham just ran us ragged. And there's, there's, there's players that aren't technically good enough and there's certainly players that aren't mentally good enough. And yeah. honestly, I, it, it's still driving me nuts. We, something really needs to... Uh, some, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, me too. It, it really is. It really has left me heartbroken. But something has to arrest this decline. We really do need to stop it. I'm not quite sure how. I'm not quite sure what no. the right answer is. I think Abramovich really does need to look at the situation though, well, the, and rectify it. It, it. Certainly. Well, I mean, what there needs, there needs to be some consistency from a football standpoint at that club. There's, there's nothing. They change the manager every 18 months, which is... And if you're going to do that, you have to have a structure in place where the culture of the club is maintained. You know, that, whether that's a director of football or someone who's got their head screwed on when it comes to recruitment of players and, and all the rest of it. Because, I mean, as soon as Conte goes... I mean, he's got about 15 Italians in the backroom staff that mm. are going to go the next day. Yeah. You know, it's... We need a Chelsea man in amongst it, don't we? We need to get... We, we you, need, do, you need we Frank do. Lampard in there, or you need Ashley Cole we in do, there. We do, and I'm, somebody like I'm, that. I'm, I'm never one... I'm never one that sort of agrees with these people who, who think, you know, oh, we should get Dennis Wise in charge or, or you know, just because they were great players for the club or shouldn't Zola be in charge? But there's definitely that sense of, of something that's been lost and, yeah. and I think that it needs to be rectified very, very soon. Do you know what? I can't talk about Let's stop that it. anymore. Yeah. I know. Let's do you know what I'm going to do quickly? I'm going to end this YouTube video. Guys, thank you so much for watching <laughs> this video. If, Sorry, so you would like to, uh, if you would like to see more and hear more about what we're going to talk about, make sure that you click the link in the description to hear this podcast in full. But that is enough for the YouTube channel. I'm now going to really enjoy myself and I'm going to talk about the brilliance of Cristiano Ronaldo. So, cheers for watching. Um, Charlie, I'm going to talk to you now about something that was truly wonderful and I'm just going to enjoy this moment. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cristiano Ronaldo is a player who I rate very highly, but he's not a man that I particularly like. When mm. I watched his film, I was baffled at his weirdness. Yeah. And... I mean, without being weird and making it a contest, if somebody asked me Messi or Ronaldo, I would side with Messi. However, what Cristiano Ronaldo did the other night was absolutely outrageous. It was one of the best goals I've ever seen in one of the most high-pressured moments of the most high-pressured tournament, away from home, against the old lady... What he did was truly incredible. The execution, the skill, the athleticism, the sheer audacity to even try it blew my mind. And I have nothing but respect for what he did there. I've always secretly really, really liked Ronaldo. Really? Do you, yeah. Have you seen his film? I haven't. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't get involved to that. The film, I watched the film. When it, well, it was actually like the first thing I ever did on Netflix. Okay, you, that's a very poor start to your Netflix career. Yeah, I didn't really know what I was doing. Though. I was right. a novice. Right, I was. I'm Typed a football in. fan. Typed in football. football. I went <laughs> on to Netflix. I was like football. Football. And there, there it was. I was like, okay, I know. Victoria's a lucky it. woman watching this. Year. So, I watched the film, and it was weird, man. He's it it, was so th- weird. Oh, no two ways. He's a strange bloke. There was this scene, and this scene will always make me judge Ronaldo. Yeah, and he's with the agent, mm. and they're having dinner, and. It, the agent's sitting alongside him like yeah. we are now the agent gives this little speech and it was so self-deprecating and mm. he was lionising Ronaldo to such a level that it was just odd mm. he, was, he was giving this speech and it would be the equivalent of me going like this to you now it was like now Charlie it is a privilege to be in this room with you it's an honour to call you my friend I just strive to try and be the agent that you deserve but I know I can never do it because there isn't a man on this planet that could do it and Ronaldo's just sitting there I quite there. like this podcast now <laughs> <laughs> but Ronaldo's just sitting there lapping it up yeah. and oh, I he's... was like that's weird oh, that's yeah, weird yeah. I mean and, and the one thing that drives me nuts like I, I can't stand the Ballon d'Or I don't care who wins it you yeah. know and, and as soon in the lead up the months you get all this propaganda out of Real Madrid and Barcelona in fairness for, for Messi about you know Ronaldo's the best, Ronaldo's the best. And it, it's it's this constant kind of... We should just video. enjoy the two players, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah, of course. I've got, I've got no time for... Do, do, you, know, do you know if you boil it down, though, do you know why, do you know why I'd go with Messi? Go on. Because I've never seen Messi's stomach. I think it's really weird yeah. when, like... You know you know Ronaldo doing that like weird six-pack thing all yeah, the time? Yeah, that's odd. His tummy seen, out I'll tell you what's really weird. Have you seen his son do it? No. His son's like eight or nine or whatever. And he, he does it, and he's ripped. He, like, his really? son could... Beat me up. Really? Right, yeah. yeah. I just got... Nobody yeah. ever needs to... Like, you're clearly an athlete. You're a footballer. We've seen you, like, jump yeah. a mile in the sky last yeah. night. We know you can do it. Stop showing us your six-pack. It's odd. I yeah. find it weird when... Well, I find it really odd. Like, anyone who's English listening to this will definitely get what I'm yeah. saying about here. There's a very, very weird brand of Englishmen that likes to... Go topless like in a nightclub. Oh yeah, terrible. I like, mean, what are you doing? I used to, I used to do that quite a lot. 
Did you? No, of course not. Right, good. <laughs> Look at the state of you know me. Those, you know those weird muscle boys? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's such, what clubs have you been going to, Rob? <laughs> normal club. Like, go to a club in Ibiza. I remember I was in space in Ibiza. Space in Ibiza was, like, good. Yeah. It was, I, was with, I was with my ex-girlfriend. It was good. I'm telling you, a third of the people in the club put well, all, like, yeah. They've all done, like, a billion sit-ups. Yeah. And they got their top, the top off. Yeah. What are you doing? I always prefer anyone who keeps their top on and, therefore, Messi wins. Yeah. I, I, uh, odd. Agree, odd. But, but the goal was the goal was yeah, good. Can you do a bicycle kick? Of course, mate. Mate, I don't know how people do it. No, I've got obviously not. I it's, don't think I could even do that with my body, mate, let alone mate, make contact with a ball. It's mental. Hmm. How does anyone kick a ball oh, no. whilst upside down? Uh, the thing is, as well, I'd be really like preoccupied by the fact that I know I'm gonna have to like land yeah, yeah. on my neck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. Don't yeah. understand how you do it. Yeah, sod the goal. It's one nil anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, no, it, it was. Definitely one of the most, one of the best goals I've ever seen. Best overhead kick you've ever seen? Uh, I'm gonna. Oh God, your collection of mates is gonna absolutely. I know love what me. you're gonna say. Yeah. Trevor Sinclair for QPR. No, but I've, I've got genuinely a, fantastic. I've got a counter to this, mm. and I've, do you know what? Those QPR lads, I'm sure, will be listening. I will. I, do you know? What? I won't even mention that we talk about this, yeah. and I'll send it to them. Yeah. And unless they flag it, yeah. then I know they're lying and not yeah, listening. Yeah. Um, I would concede. I don't, I'm not conceding. I don't care. I would. I would suggest that Trevor Sinclair's was a better strike. It was from outside the area. Yeah. It was a proper one leg going, the other leg yeah. following. It was. Yeah. It was all it of was, those things. It, it was, was a better incredible. goal. But you need to take into account the whereabouts and the, the, and, and the jeopardy yeah. and what's yeah. at stake. Yeah. The, 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 doing it in the FA Cup at home to Barnsley yeah. is very, very different yeah. to doing it in a quarter final against the old lady away from home. Called Champions League quarter final, Juventus. I mean that it, Buffon, it, it, Buffon. Buffon. The list goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiellini. I mean, the, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, QPR have never had a big game in their lives. So, well, us, <laughs> us, us, yeah. us, when Chelsea, they, they get yeah. they get sort of one big game every is, five is years. Is that when they get that? Kevin Gallon. Um, is it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, like I think I think that whenever you talk about goals, a brilliant yeah. goals, which is why obviously obviously Trevor Sinclair's goal was far more perfectly executed than say Wayne Rooney's but Wayne yeah. Rooney's was the winner in a in derby a, in a Manchester derby and yeah. therefore must count for simply trying that yeah. at Old Trafford in front of 70,000 people yeah, what are you doing yeah. I mean, how are you not just pulling that down yeah. and laying it off yeah. to the fullback yeah absolutely I mean Ronaldo's was technically perfect it was he was running the wrong way as well because he ran like backwards yeah. to ping it forwards yeah he's he's and we, we actually did a work today. We did where it ranks in his best ever goals. And we, we it's got to be number one. We put it top. Yeah, we put it top. What the, was second? Uh, the one I wanted to be second, which I don't think was, because it always just sticks in my mind because it sort of changed the way I, that know, I look I at know free what you're kicks. Say. Oh, fine, not that. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Portsmouth. A, a Portsmouth goal. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a league game against Portsmouth, so it's, it's inherently not as special. But the way he hit that and the way it sort of changed in the air... It was the, to me the equal of Roberto Carlos's one. Yeah, no, which, that, which that obviously goal, moved in a well, different. David one. James was just standing there, wasn't he? Yeah. Didn't have a clue. Yeah, didn't have a clue. Then and a goal, I suppose, of another Ronaldo goal that I really did think was you know blew my mind and upset me at the time is when we were chasing United for the title, and I think it's when they were going for three in a row, and it was looking like we were going to close the gap. They were playing Fulham, they were struggling. And Ronaldo just picked the ball up at Craven Cottage in his own half yeah. and ran the length of the pitch and yeah. scored. I mean, he, oh, he mate. Was, I think Ronaldo is the best player I've ever seen in the Premier League. Ooh. And I think... Ooh. Because, purely because... I mean, purely because 
I've never seen someone completely dominate the league as much as he did in those mm. th- three years. Yeah. And I you mean whether you can call him the greatest Premier League player of all time, I, I'm not sure because, because he did it for such a because short he did it for a relatively short period of time, exactly. And you know, I, I would I would probably I mean obviously I would argue that people like people like Lampard, Terry, you know, people like Ryan Giggs and, and mm. Roy Keane, you know, that their longevity and, and the amount that they won yeah, sets them apart. Sets yeah. them apart. But in terms of purely dominating the league, obviously you've got to talk about the Arsenal players like Henri. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything like mm. Ronaldo in about and that 2008. Wasn't even, that wasn't even him in his pump. No, no. I mean, he's still, he still... He think went of on every, to be a better player You think that. of everything he's done at Real Madrid. Yeah. That's all still in the future. Yeah. Will, will he be... Will Real Madrid fans see him as their best player? Uh, we, we, we've got a guy who covers Real Madrid and Barcelona for us and we sort of ask him this quite a lot and it's he's now sort of equal with Di Stefano. I mean, Di Stefano built... So, so he's ahead of all of the other greats that they've had yeah. though? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, now he is. He's their record scorer now, isn't he? Yeah. And, I mean, Di Stefano was so instrumental into what Real Madrid is as a club now. Yeah. Because they won the sort of six European Cups in a row or something. Mm. When the tournament first started, they established themselves as Europe's leading club. And Di Stefano was central to all of that. So he'll he's kind of always untouchable. But he's now moved ahead of the likes of, you know, Raul. The, uh, Raul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Zidane, almost. Really? Well, well, yeah. I mean, Zidane's obviously his manager. Do you think whose goal was better, Ronaldo's or Zidane's? You know, Zidane's was actually Zidane was actually asked this after the game. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, he, did he say his own? Yeah, he backed himself. You which, have to. Which, which I quite like. I mean, if somebody asked you the greatest goal you've ever seen at Stamford Bridge, would it be the one that I put on Instagram of you scoring? At <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. And again, you have to back yourself. And, and, and again, Zidane. I mean, I've I've been to I've been to Champions League semi-finals at, at Stamford Bridge, but you didn't you see know, nothing like that. Goal no, you exactly, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean. Uh, the keeper was a bit kind, I think, but I sent him the wrong way. No, best, you gave him the eyes. The best strikers do. You give him the eyes. My granddad always says Jimmy Greaves used to do that. So Just look one way. Well, Michael Owen would always do yeah. that as well. Just look, just knock it the other tuck, side. Tuck it in the other just corner. Tuck it in the other corner. Be- best liked, strikers wear a football shirt, three sizes too small for them I, as well. I liked your quite, quite a nonchalant, but equally, it was nonchalant and passionate yeah. celebration. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, 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 like, I remember okay, running I've over scored, to you. I've scored. And I'm really happy about it, but I don't want to show that I'm... No, I'm going to show. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean... I, the game, I mean, I think we were winning about 6-0 at the time. And I just wanted to score. Mate, I'm, what I'm are not... you doing? Talk yourself up. It was it was 1-0. And it, no, it, this was yeah, a semi-final. Yeah, yeah, Nobody, yes, I wouldn't yes. remember. Nobody no, listening no, knows. Exactly. They're, yeah, you weren't there. Cup final. Yeah, we were against we were against a team of like... Man United. Ex-pros. <laughs> Ex-pros, yeah. No, we were against a bunch of divs from some other supporters <laughs> group. Um, and I think we were winning about 6-0 in the third place playoff or something. <laughs> and this is why I've never been an elite Athlete. team player... Uh, well, athlete, if you like, but that's I think that's down to other reasons. Go on, um, because I don't really care as long as I sort of score. And oh, I said, so if we'd lost, if we'd lost that game six one, but you'd had that moment, that would have been fine. <laughs> particularly because it was at Stamford Bridge, and I just wanted yeah. to score. Yeah, yeah, you in front of the shed. It yeah, was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was a great moment. Yeah, I mean, you, you were exceptional that night. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Looked like playing because we were playing under the floodlights at Stamford. It was Bridge. brilliant. It was brilliant. I thing is, I enjoyed the bits between matches when you could just sort of have a kickabout and I know. look around. And I know, look up. I know, I know. Like doing a crossbar challenge. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It's so good. And do you, do you know what's quite incredible? Scoring a goal at Stamford Bridge. It was an empty Stamford Bridge. There were about yeah. two hundred people in the entire the, the, building. I think there's some very confused Japanese tourists, weren't there? Yeah. Sort of clapping at the shed end. Right. Imagine what it must be like to score. Imagine what it must be like to score like just a normal goal, like against yeah. Cardiff in the FA Cup yeah, or something. Yeah. 
But imagine what it must be like for Ivanovic when he scored that winner against Napoli. God. Can you imagine how, like, the noise and how yeah. he must have felt? <laughs> like, I know, it's incredible. How, it, it must just be, it must be the closest thing to, for, for a human to feel mm. not like a human. Like that would take me into. I think. I think I you're suddenly Superman. You're suddenly an X Man. I mean, I've, I felt like that in the stand. Yeah, well, so, I so, felt yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. there was a, there was a. a I goal think that's that my I best scored. ever moment at the bridge. There was a goal that I scored that night, and it was like so so normal. Like mm. not. A good, I picked it up and I sprayed it, which in my head was quite far. But having seen the footage, it was like fifteen yards. Yeah. But it was a looper, so it looked like a good ball. My cousin sort of took on his man and cut it back, and I hit it, and it's gone in. Mm. And at that moment, I actually celebrated, like you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like like a proper celebration. Yeah. Like I've kind of gone running over to my cousin. I've yeah. given him a hug. It's like, what are you doing? Roy. There's no one yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no one here, and it's against a group of scaffolders. Like, calm yourself. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that Ivanovic goal. I got. I got a tiny little story about that. Probably my favourite ever moment at Stamford Bridge. And obviously the game was massively tense, and and it was Ivanovic's goal that put us through, wasn't it? And yeah. I, I sit in the West Stand where. If the West Stand is empty, it says the words Chelsea, Chelsea right. on the seats. Right. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's like white. And and the the white is sort of shaded with black. And I jumped on the seat in front of me, which is a white one. Right. And I snapped the back off it. Great. When, when the Vanovich scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next season... So you're going to get a bill from the no, top. Yeah, you know no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, oh God, I've given them enough money over the years. And then the next season, or maybe 18 months later, I was watching a youth game the other side and the West Ham was empty. And the Chelsea, Chelsea was mucked up. Because they obviously didn't have a white seat. <laughs> there was just a, like a little blue dot where I'd snap this seat. Oh, that's, it, that, is a good, that is a good yeah. story. You're yeah. going to definitely get billed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, where, where are you? You're West and what? West Lower... Oh, God, I have millions of people listening to this podcast. Come and find me now. Millions, yes. There are um, millions of them. West Lower Gate 4. Where is that in relation to, say, the halfway line? It's it's pretty much bang on the halfway line. Just, just, to, the, just to the shed end side a tiny little bit. Right, nice it's, seats. Oh, great seats. I happy mean, we, there? we're very happy there. I mean, we've we talk about moving every single year because I mean, I must say the atmosphere is is pretty dreadful, um, which is kind of what you expect in the West End Lower. But the view's so good that it's you know, and, and frankly, you know, for the West Brom at home game, the atmosphere is not that special anywhere. How dear is it? Is it a dear stand in West Lower? My season ticket, I think, is eight hundred and eighty quid or something like that. Eight eighty, and does that include cups? No. So you buy all the cups. So yeah. there's nineteen home games. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Interesting, interesting stuff. This is this isn't for anyone else's benefit. No, 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 no. Like, exactly. Anybody listening to this, I'm sorry about that. It was purely for my own. I'm but, just but processing. Yeah, the the view is so good that we just never move. And are you renewing? Oh, of course, good. of course. This is illness. Good. So you'll be looking forward to the new season. You open, uh, certainly, league. certainly more than I'm looking forward to the rest of this. Someone, one. someone on Twitter had a real go at me, by the way. Oh, who I was said, it? oh look, mate, it happens on pretty. The most, is pretty is much it that bloke who hates us? There's a bloke on Twitter who hates us. Oh, mate, he sent a tweet. He loves, he, he loves following us and loves interacting yeah. with us, but literally disagrees and hates yeah. everything I say. Yeah, like, I've sent him a few messages. I'm like, mate, why do you follow yeah. this account? Yeah, like what? Is I, I initially followed him back because I thought it was quite good back and forth. And he tweet. He, I mean, the geezer tweets every 15 seconds. So I had to get rid of him. Oh no, wait! I know who you mean. I know who you mean. No, that. Guy, since you, I know exactly who you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to give. I'm him not the, naming I'm him either. I nearly of, named him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To this no, he's, he's my mate a bit. Is he? A, uh, I don't know. Like he obviously hates me because yeah. he did a thread where where me and you were like the first, the first two, two hated. Here's a, here's no, a thread I was talking of about Chelsea I was talking about. I, hate, no, yeah. I was talking about another another fella. But no, this guy that you're talking about is far mm. more interesting. Yeah. He, he sort. I don't always disagree. I don't always agree with him, but he does make 
quite valid points. Yeah, he made some valid points about you. <laughs> yeah, it, he's funny. When he did... It, to anyone listening to this, by the way, sorry, if you're not aware, there's this bloke on Twitter who has concocted this list of basically... He called it popular Chelsea accounts. Who are idiots. Who are idiots. Yeah. And he's he's done a thread and it's quite funny and it got yeah. about 100 retweets. And at the time it came out, there was a lot of like people talking about it yeah. and whatever. And in his first tweet where he highlights this, I think it's me and you. It is. It is. It's me and you. Chelsea Royal. Yeah, it's me and you. And uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like me. I think. I think I get. I get quite badly. Mm. I get like most clueless bloke out there. Yeah, I, I always clueless. get called like Yadar. <laughs> because I want the players to show a bit of fight and all right, that stuff. right, right. No, I get. And I don't know who. I get. I, I don't know who's playing left. He back gets for a hunt. Dortmund reserves. He gets a hunt with me because I'm because I'm optimistic. Yeah, but. Why are we talking about Twitter? I don't even know what I was on about now, but this no. bloke's fun. Whatever yeah. I was going to yeah. say, this bloke, this, is is fun. this bloke is far more interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, a few people. So I had a bit of back and forth mm. actually with him the other day via the channel uh, right, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And he, look, we've, me and him follow football in a very different way. He's he's on it with the board and, the, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like going and seeing my mates and, yeah. and getting behind the team in a different way. But basically, after the Tottenham game, I came out and went, I've had enough of, yeah, of yeah. this. Oh, losing to Tottenham 28 years, it was a straw that broke the camel's back. I think we need a change. Yeah. Not him, but a few people were like, oh, yeah, now you're saying yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, everybody has a point. Works, that's, how football, that's how football works. Everybody has a point where they yeah. get to that point. Yeah, of course. At some point, everybody gets there. Like, he wouldn't have been there when we won the league last year. Yeah. No. At some point over this season, he got there before me. Yeah. But... Me getting there now, lots of people are like, you can't change your mind. It's like, what? It could you can. Yeah. Like, this is what yeah. tipped me over yeah. the edge. But, but, but also... Losing I mean, to Tottenham is enough for me to say that I think Conte now needs to leave. We're not going to win the FA yeah. Cup as things stand. We need a change. We need it now. Absolutely. He... Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was talking about some other fella on Twitter who's gone mad at me. R- really mad. Like, I think I've blocked him. I said that we're not going to make the Champions League. Which we're not. And he's got he's, he's gone something like... Oh yeah, Mister Know It All. You think we're not? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, like we're not. No, we're not. And like, it really did. It really did make me laugh. But I'm confident in saying that we are in the Europa Cup. Yeah. Do you are you agreeing with me? Yeah, well, we'll be in the Europa League. Yeah. So, are you looking forward to next season in the Europa? Uh, no, not really. Not no. really. I mean, you, you get a lot of people going. Oh, the trips will be amazing. The trips the, that isn't strictly true because no. you end up you could end up going somewhere ru- like not rubbish but somewhere that, we, that I've been and not had a good time like Basel yeah yeah. Like, I don't want to go there but I don't even know I, 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 shall, I shall do the aways most of them anyway do you know um, what I fancy you could get somewhere really exciting though like I'd fancy I'd, I like the idea of Scandinavia yeah I really like the idea of Scandinavia I went to Norway god that's got to be about 10 years ago we played Rosenborg yeah I went to that it's freezing and expensive but that was good if we end up going somewhere like that again, it'd be good. Do you know where else I fancy? Where's that? I fancy like Serbia. It'd be good. Oh. It'd be good. It'd be really interesting. Yeah. So there's obviously potential for those sorts of trips, but equally, it but could the, the, be, fo- it could the football's be rubbish. rubbish. The, ga- the games will be rubbish. Yeah, the games. Will be I mean, rubbish. to be, to be honest, we'll be time. playing every Sunday. Although saying that, we play every Sunday anyway. Yeah, but like, we we'll, don't play on a Saturday anyway. No, so Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. That's hard work. Thursday, but Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Sunday. It's only the same as and you've got to play about forty-eight games before you win it. Yes, that's... And to be honest, yeah. l- last time we won, it was great. I mean, I can't remember much about Amsterdam, to be honest. But um, <laughs> but it was good fun. But to be honest, you're winning the Champions League the year before, 
I mean, we've just been we've just been waxing lyrical about the Napoli game. I'm I'm sure we could devote a whole podcast to the that campaign. Yes. I mean, I, I'd struggle to talk for five minutes about our Europa League campaign the following season. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, the highlight. Well, it was Basel. Weird. It was. It, it was, was Basel. Basel. I, was, I remember. Played, I was there. We played Sparta Prague. Prague was on Valentine's Day. I I had a real problem. We uh, mad how you can remember things. Yeah. Right? I don't know what I had for lunch today, but. We played away in Prague on February the 14th. That is a fact. You can look it really? up. That's yeah, that is a fact. fact. Well, it's a fact because I lost a relationship. Did you? Off, of the, back, off the back of that. Yeah, came, and, came. I then, and I then didn't go. It was like... It oh, was, no. What did it call that? Like, it's not like a double-edged sword, is it? It was basically... You know how you can have a win-win situation? This was a lose This was the opposite. This was a lose Because I booked it, and then my bird went, no, you can't go. No, yeah. That's ridiculous. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I was like, well, I've booked it now, so I'm going. Thought better of it. Didn't go. Went back to her and she was like, no, too late. The first... <laughs> I was like, oh, what? For God's sake. I missed the plane now. Oh, well, it all worked out for the best, didn't oh, it? Oh, far, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, my first Valentine's Day with my girlfriend in... When I was in 2010, Who I think. Who is still your, the, yeah, the yeah, current girlfriend. The yeah. current girlfriend. Um, we went to watch... We went to watch Chelsea against Fulham at Craven Cottage. It was nil nil. David Luiz made his debut. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, David Luiz. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's incredible that she's I, still. Hang on a minute, no, I don't. I've, I'm making a mistake here. I can rem- when you said David Luiz at Craven Cottage, the game that I remembered was David Luiz scoring from about fifty yards at Craven Cottage. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we won four nil. Yeah, this was nil nil. Which right. have, which must have been, it must have been a year before. We should have really... Uh, <laughs> Again, it's mad how you re- can really, things. Really didn't float our boat too much. Isn't it funny um, how you remember? What a what a lovely sort of trip down memory lane. Yeah. But I, as much as I would rather be in the Champions League, I hope that we take the Europa seriously. Do we, you, we've got to. We've, we've got to. I mean, I mean, to be honest, it might even be our best chance of getting back in the Champions League because obviously the winners yeah. qualify for the Well, tournament. that's what Arsenal are going to do this year, you know. I, I hope not. I hope not. I mean, I'd love Moscow to knock them out yeah. in more the ways than one. But <laughs> but uh, shouldn't be too odd. I have a I have a feeling that Arsenal could win that, which will like it will just typify this season. Tottenham Tottenham end their run at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, Arsenal win a trophy on European soil, make the Champions League. We're in the Europa League. I do not want to play Tottenham in the FA Cup final. No, Manchester United really must Manchester not. United must win that game. Yeah, um, I think yeah, it's it's essential actually. Right, I think that's pretty much all we have time for because I can see that uh, Charlie's had enough. Is that it, enough? This Tottenham thing, man, it's depressing me. <laughs> no, it's completely fair enough. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of King of the Road and I'm sorry that it's been so sporadic but I guarantee you this, it will be weekly, every week from now for the rest of my life. So I will see you all <laughs> next week. Cheers for listening. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.